cliffcentral.com Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com Good afternoon everybody. I'm so happy to be here. My name is Lubim Boya Arnold and welcome to Future CEOs. It's been one hell of a week Africa. It's been one hell of a week South Africa, but here on Future CEOs, we're here to block out that noise at my as my esteemed guests so told me today. We are just to have our eyes on the prize and motivate and inspire and catalyze entrepreneurial spirit in our country. As we all know, the entrepreneurial spirit is the one that really is the bloodline of our economy. And without any further ado, you know future CEOs out there that I love having powerful women on studio. It's not enough just to be a woman of success. You have to be a woman of value to be on this show with me one-on-one today. Gareth Armstrong, sorry for you. You're missing out on a fantastic conversation. We have women who are leaders. We have women who are the change makers of society. And without any further ado, I have to, with all due respect, introduce the CEO of WDB Investment Holdings, Faith Kanyela. Sis Faith, thank you for allowing us to interview you. I know you have a busy schedule. Welcome to Future CEOs. Thank you, Shubi. I'm excited to be here. Wow, the energy in the studio is amazing. So I'm very, very happy. Thank you. It's Thank so you. special that it's just woman on woman. You know what? We've had a lot of women on the show. We've had a lot of women who possess the vision that you possess, and that's why we have them. You know, you can you can have the money, you can have the wealth, you can have the status, but it's about bringing change and being a change agent, and that being a purpose driven life. Yes. Tell me about you and your purpose-driven life. Sure, what a long journey, uh, Subi. Uh, what I do right now, maybe to start with what I do right now. Correct. So basically, I'm, I run an organization called uh, WDP, or Women's Development Bank. And really, our purpose is to drive the empowerment of women in South Africa. So we wake up in the morning, and all we want to do, Subi, is make a difference. We want to see how we can touch the poorest and the most vulnerable women in rural areas by providing finance to them. So this is really what I do every day. It really is truly grassroots. Yes, it's grassroots women. And WDB is an all-woman team. We are, we are, we are. (laughs) Tell us more about that. So, so our history, maybe a little bit. Uh, so WDB, 25 years old, uh, you know, started in 1991, really with this vision of making a difference in South Africa. You know, after our democracy in 1994, we specifically black women and, you know, I guess women in general in South Africa were at the bottom of the ladder. We wanted to change that, Eslubi. We wanted to demonstrate that women from all walks of life, uh, from humble beginnings, can do something for themselves. So when we started, we said, we want the team to be all women. We want the team from, from the top, from our chairperson and trustees, to to the managers to the support staff we wanted women to do it for to do it for themselves and to be today we believe that we've gone quite far to Heavy, achieving our mission impact and, and investors yes. impact investors let's take it back sis faith mm. because being an entrepreneur is a journey 
And sometimes it's a lonely journey. And sometimes it's long, dark hours. And sometimes yes. there's a lot of doubt mm. and a lot of questioning your, your value and your, your belief in yourself. You've come a long way. And that's what I love about you is mm. that you've paid your dues. Yes. Let's take it back to before Standard Bank, okay. to before the finance. How did you grow up? Tell us your childhood. So me, I grew up in a, a rural uh, sure. KZN village. Sure. We were six uh, in my family. I was, I'm the second born. And um, yes, very, very, you know, humble beginnings. My parents ran a general shop in the community. So I was exposed at quite a very early stage uh, to business, but also to be to to the importance of giving back to community, giving back to to people. So, I mean, I think in you know in my family, even though we were six, I mean, we always had probably ten or more children from my cousins' extended uh, an extended family living uh, in our households because we were relatively better off be compared to the you know to the rest of the community so i mean i learned um, very early on then Shubi, that it's very important to give to share when you have mm-hmm. but on top of that Shubi, i think my parents emphasized the importance of education so in the neighbor, in the village where i grew up we did not have the best schools so when it was time for me and also my siblings to, you know, to go to high school, we had to leave um, the home. So I left when I was 13 years old. Mm. I went to a boarding school at uh, Oslanya High School. Um, and then, you know, I was very, I guess because of of the home where I came from, where education really came first, where, you know, and, and it was irrespective of whether you were a boy or not. So there's three boys and three girls in my family. So, but the importance of education and the encouragement from my parents for both uh, boys and girls, equal, 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 I think really spearheaded me. So mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I worked hard. I was fortunate also that, you know, I was, I guess, uh, gifted. I was one of the top students. But I think, you know, I believed that I could be anything that I wanted to be. But where did that come from, Shubi? It came from the, from the home. So, and both my, you know, both my parents, not educated, Shubi, mm. you know. Mm. So, again, very, very humble beginnings. Mm. But I think... They, I don't know where they got the the wisdom from mm. to really make sure that both their, you know, their children, both girls and boys, were educated, and they sacrificed quite a lot to send us, you know, through to uh, universities as well. I was fortunate though to get a scholarship to go to America to study in America. What a privilege! And you know what? I, I read that you decided that yes all the overseas and Ivy League, you know, education, but you wanted to bring back home. You wanted to make a difference. Yes. And as future CEOs, I always ask my guests, it's about empowering yourself. Yes. So whether it's through formal institutions, whether it's going to conferences, whether it's going to lectures, whether it's reading books, school is never out for the professional. Yes. Always have a teachable spirit. Besides from obviously financing these rural women, Mm. WDB, Mm. I know that mentorship is a big thing. Um, 
uh, and also creating spaces that they can grow as businesswomen. What tools are you upskilling these rural women with besides, you know, uh, finance and policies that can help them grow their businesses? Shubi, what we are imparting mm. uh, to these women, I think you, you mentioned that earlier, is really the power of self. You know what I mean? Because deep down, we all, we, we, we all have got, We've all have got desires. We all have got gifts. We all have got assets, whatever you, you, you want to call them. And I think the challenge for all of us, you know, women, the, our clients, but for all of us as humans is to dig deep and to actually find that specialness, that gift that we all have got inside. And reach that full and potential. Reach that full of potential. It. So this is really what, I think this is what we, we, we assist with, uh, we, you know, with the, with the women that we work, we work with because they've got ambitions. They've got small businesses that they want to run or they want to start a small business. So in addition to providing the funding, um, but it's really about providing the mentoring, the holistic the coaching, mm. the holistic, and also to assist these women to work within their communities because we all know that alone you're not going to to achieve much but when you work with others when you collaborate when you do you you do your business as part of your community and give back to your community there's so much more that you can achieve so those are some of the i guess soft skills that we provide you know besides the finance we always talk about on future ceos the sweet spots of hard lessons because failure is that is the the true trampoline to being successful. Yes. You deal with a lot of women who have their own baggage. Yes. I know it's a blessing to be an all-woman team, but that yes. also has its downsides. Yes. Share with us, and we love stories on the show, share with us an experience that was a light bulb moment in the end, mm. but it was blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of tears in the process. And we love being real on the show. Yes. I think probably as to be, maybe let me, let me just uh, go back, uh, to the times when, uh, we actually started, uh, uh, WGP. Um, because we started with nothing as to be. So we had no capital backers, uh, because I guess, you know, we were these black women, uh, that, uh, you know, we were armed maybe with, uh, you know, certificates, MBA certificates, but uh, we did not have experience. But also, you know, I guess we were limited, so to speak, by, you know, our gender and by, and, and by the color of our skin. So I remember one, the first investment that we did, I'm not going to mention which mm. investment it was. So, you know, it was time to, you know, to negotiate the transaction and um uh, to make sure that also the transaction gave us the role and responsibility that we felt as a, as an investor and as an equal partner as well that we could be given that uh, equal uh, mm -hmm. participation in the mm -hmm. investment mm -hmm. uh we started to experience 
you know, sexism, mm. you know, from from our partners mm. uh, in the in the potential investment, and basically, be we were just treated like nothing. So you know, we're just giving okay, WDP, you're getting five percent, and you know, we're giving the agreements sort of like uh, forty eight hours before, and we had to sign those agreements. So I think. You know, the, a little bit of sabotage there. Sabotage, but also just, you know, people trying to belittle you. Correct. People trying to humiliate you. Demoralize. Demoralizing you. And, uh, you know, just trying to discount mm-hmm. whatever else you're bringing to the table. So I think those are, I mean, those are, that, that's one example that I can, um, I can remember where one really had to then dig deeper to say, you know what? You may come to me, you may have your own views about, you know, who I am and what value I bring to the table, but I know who I am. I know what, you know, I'm capable of. I know the value that I bring. So, you know what I mean? So I think the mental strength and also the, I think it's the mental strength, but also it's really knowing what you stand for and who you are helped me to go through that uh, to go through that process uh, It tests the spirit it, Yes it does And it tests character mm, mm, mm. You wanted to make more than just money And I said that in the beginning When was that switch point Whereby you've been in corporate for so long You've ticked all the boxes You are a family woman now mm. Kids down the line A couple of kids down the line You've established your name You've earned your position When did you make the move from corporate Entrepreneur, legendary entrepreneur. Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> legendary entrepreneur. To be, you're correct. You know, 12 years in one of the leading banks in South Africa, holding a, a good position, and uh, three and a half years ago, I decided to move. I decided to move because because we're so scared yes. of the comfort zone of the state safety net and all the the rumors and the myths of uh doing your own thing yes and yes. creating your own business yeah, exactly uh, and also to your point walking away from you know decent cash but also yeah i mean being you know sort of like Defined by your status. So those are some of the things that, you know, I had to overcome. But anyway, to be then, I, three and a half years ago, I decided that I will go back to entrepreneurship, i.e. go back to uh, WTB because I had been involved with them since uh, the founding of the investment so you, company. You, sorry, Suspect. So yes. founder, now, and CEO, basically. Yes, okay, exactly. and, uh, let's talk, uh, after you answer it, let's just talk about the different roles that you played from founder to yes. CEO afterwards. That's a very interesting. Okay. okay, you were saying, yes, the jump, the jump. Yes, so the jump. So why the jump? I think after, you know, 12 years there, mm. traveling the world, making a lot of money. But the good life. I, the good life. Deep down inside, I wasn't fulfilled. You know, I was doing billion dollar, uh, dollar deals. But deep down, I felt like I was not making a difference. I felt like I was not touching, you know, whatever... The outcome, I wasn't, I wasn't touching it. I wasn't feeling it. So to do speak. you believe, and just on the flip side of that, because the other people sitting on the other side of the fence who started off making the difference, being yeah. the difference makers, and they're like, but there's no money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 there's always that comatic, you know, yin yang. Yes. Do you believe for those people that the money will come? Do you, that, 
um, make us believe. Okay. So we, and I think this is for me. And it's a life and it's, it's, it's a journey, Shubi. It doesn't just, you have to be constantly asking yourself the why. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Because I think for me, you know, the, the process that I had to go through, I, I think it took me a year, Shubi, to finally decide that I'm actually leaving this cushy job and I'm going to follow my heart. Okay, so I just want to put that across because it's not like, you know, you wake up in the night. Exactly, It's a process. It's it's a constantly asking yourself the why. So I think, uh, I really and I really believe this. I think that if you start as an entrepreneur or as a person, if you start your whatever objectives that you have, if you start with why am I doing this? The profit will come. The making of the money will come. And the why Subi, cannot be about you. The why cannot be about I want the you know the C the C the C switch corner office corner office. I want to make a forty percent profit margin. I want to milk those consumers consumers dry. It can't be. You know, it has to start with I want to make a difference in your life. I mean the the, some of the companies to be that really for me speaks to that is the like of discovery. What is discovery's why? Discover, discovery's why is they want to make people healthier. What is the WDP why? Our why is we want to promote the social, the economic empowerment of women. What is the why of, of Facebook? They want to connect people. You understand? Too? I'm not saying that you must not have a business plan. Of course, of you know, course. I'm not saying the profits, that, you know, yeah. elements. But, you know, but that really, I mean, I think the why or the purpose grounds you. But also, you know, when you are down, when challenges come, because challenges will come to mm-hmm. me, you know, the, the why, the purpose really, you know, I don't know, encourages you to wake up. Dust yourself, correct, and 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 move forward. You know, but if your driver is sort of like money, oh, okay, money uh, status. position, status, life can be very, very unhappy if that's what really your your core reason for existence. From founder to CEO, mm. let's talk about those little those roles a little bit. How have they changed? Are they still similar? What is a typical day, and what was a typical day from founder to CEO? Or is there much? No, you know what, Subi? Because, I mean, I think as founder, it was really starting a business from nothing. You know, working from uh, back of a garage with my colleague, Tanya Slabert. Is that your roots? Yes. I love it. Yes, this is where we come from. I mean, we were working, you know, from Tanya's uh, back garage. We had no money. I was seconded from a company <laughs> that I used to work for, you know, because they believed in our dream. This is where we come from, Subi. But now, twelve, you know, twelve years or thirteen years later, you know, now I'm back as a, as a CEO. Life is a little bit different. Life is good. <laughs> Don't be shy on the show, yes, please. Yeah, Don't yeah. Be shy. Life is good, but it's hard work. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. So I mean, you were asking me what my day my day involves. So my day involves interacting with people, building relationships, inspiring my team. 
strengthening whatever the networks that that uh, that you know that that I need and Love all it. entrepreneurs need to Love to that. be successful. Yes. To your point, you know, thinking about self development, you know, reading, self mastery, self mastery. You know, Subi. I mean, I mm. and I know you want me to be real here. You know, I spend. You know, the first thing that I do in the morning, Subi, is center myself, do some meditation. Connect to the higher power and ask that higher power to help guide me during the day. Because you can't, again, and it's not about religion. It's about understanding that you need to draw energy, energy, positive energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is what I do. Shubi. And, and then, you know, I psych myself up because you have to psych yourself up. It's not easy. Put the glove on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Psych yourself absolutely. up. Get out, get out there. Face the world with a, you know, a straight and happy face. It's <laughs> a much straighter and happy face as you can. Let's talk about leadership. Master, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about leadership characteristics that make you successful. Okay. And as a black woman, we want to, we want to thrive. We don't yes. want to survive. Okay. Yes. So give us three leadership characteristics that make for a successful entrepreneur. So I think you have to have a drive, drive and passion. You know, so for me, that is the first one. You really have to love what you do. Okay. And I think maybe, you know, I know you asked for three, mm. but I think it will be this continuous Learning, mm. and also you have to be uncomfortable and read outside of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? If you are in the healthcare sector, you can't just always, you know, you read the financial mail and all you look for is articles, for example, on uh, on uh, on the healthcare sector. You really have to broaden yourself. Correct. You have to understand the legisl- legislation. You have to understand regulations. You have to understand the, the you know, your competitors, you know, the landscape. You need to know, you know, what influences your environment and be on top of it, you know. So I think those are the key uh, uh, things that, you know, you really need to be on top of. What's the difference and what makes a good entrepreneur great? And what makes a great entrepreneur great? Difference between good and great. <laughs> I think what makes a, a good entrepreneur great is really the is the desire, is the is the passion, it's the it's 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 I don't know, it's the drive. You know, these things are hard to pinpoint because it's deeper than just you know saying okay you've got the best product whatever mm. it really comes from within it has to be something that is within you that is driving you every day to make a difference it really has if you are going to be great it can't be just about you and making a lot of profit a lot of profit from your customers it's about saying what can i share with my customers you know you have to have this uh, shared value mentality for you to be a great entrepreneur I can't believe we're almost out of time. So, um, wrapping this up, I'm going to pretend I am that. I, there's no pretense. I am mm. that entrepreneur with big dreams, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm stuck in a bit of a, a, a moat of a plateau in my business. Small as it is, I believe I do. I am making a difference. What keeps you inspired? 
you, you know, we're living, <laughs> this week has been brutal. Yes. You know, we're feeling unmotivated. We're feeling somber. We're feeling that there's no hope, mm. especially for SMEs. And what's beautiful is that we have my next esteemed guest, we're just going to talk about the, the, the life and plight of SMEs in this country. Mm. What can you tell us to keep us inspired as SMEs? Uh, I think SMEs have to embrace discomfort. They have to understand that for them to graduate to the next level, mm. no one wants to stay in, in, in SMME, Lubi. I know. You want to graduate to being, I know. you know, a medium-sized business and eventually a, a large business I that know. can create jobs, that can make a difference uh, in uh, in society. But for you to do that, Lubi, you really have to do things that are uncomfortable. You have to reach out to people that can also help you to get to the next level. You have to broaden your network. You, so you really have to get out of your shell. You really have to get out there. You need to find the forums because there are so many forums I know this. that are supporting, I know. Uh, you know, entrepreneurs in, uh, in various, um, yeah, in various uh, industries uh, and sectors. So it's about finding those, uh, finding those forums, finding also, you know, mentors that can help you because the only way for anyone, including entrepreneurs, and people to get to the next level to be is to be, you know, uncomfortable and to but to embrace and be un- and be comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's really what I think is the secret. Lube. Last question. And um, so far, you've just been absolutely. I've got goosebumps because of your presence. I love this. This is my final question, and I love this question. Looking back, you're going back, Siskanyesile, to the 21 Siskanyesile. What would you say to yourself at 21? Okay. Mama Faith. What advice would you give to yourself at your 21-year-old Faith? I would say to myself, be courageous. Be fearless. Mm. Do not care what people say about you. Believe in the in your inner power and fly. That was the beautiful, valuable, successful, impressionable Faith Kanyila, CEO of WDB Investment Holdings. We like to call them impact investors. And in your words, I quote you. Mom Faith, you need to have in order to give. Thank you so much for spending that really, really quick half hour with us. Hopefully you left a great footprint and imprint on future CEOs out there. Next up, we'll be talking about what's going on in our political and economic structures to help our SSMEs reach their full potential right here on Future CEOs. Don't go away. Thank you. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.